0: Good afternoon church family. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you yet again for joining me this day for Midweek Manna. I want to open up with a word of prayer and then offer two devotions for us this afternoon. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O God, I I pray certainly your blessing upon this day, your blessing, Lord, upon those who are watching this midweek fill up. Lord, may we uh, seek manna uh, from your word each and every day. May we know your grace and your love. Uh, in rich and abundant ways this day. Lord, in all things, very thankful, Lord, for your Son, Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Well, I I want to begin this uh, afternoon by uh, offering a devotion by uh, the Reverend Greg Laurie, and it is entitled, It Isn't the End of Your Story. It isn't the end of your story. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. And I want to go to a scripture reference from Hebrews eleven twenty-seven. 27. If you would look that up and reflect on that as... Uh, We are going uh, through uh, this devotion. Have you ever said or done something that you regret? Maybe you thought, if only I could relive that moment. What would Eve have given for another chance before that tree in the Garden of Eden? What would Moses have given for another chance to speak to the rock instead of strike it? But what happened with Moses wasn't the whole story from Hebrews 11. And I'll pick up here with it. It gives us the hall of fame of faith. An account of great men and women who trusted God and put their faith into action. For example, verse 27 says this of Moses. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who was and is and will forever be invisible. No record is made of his mistakes, and the same is true for the others mentioned in Hebrews 11. The passage goes on to say it was by faith that Moses commanded the people of Israel to keep the Passover and to sprinkle blood on the doorsteps so that the angel of death would not kill their firstborn sons. That coming from verse 28. The action of putting the blood on the doorsteps made the perfect image of the cross. Think about that. So the judgment of God didn't come upon their firstborn. Moses applied the blood of the Passover lamb And he was under the blood himself. And ultimately, Moses finished his race well. Now, in the same way, Jesus died for our sins. And once we've asked him to forgive our sins, we need then to accept the fact that we are forgiven. And the key there is to accept that. Right To to fully take it in, to fully immerse ourselves, to accept that we are accepted and forgiven is so key, church. We don't have to keep going back, right? Going back, going back, and reliving then our past over and over and over again. Or try to offer some kind of penance for our sin. So he closes with this. If you've messed up and we all have if you've said or done something you're ashamed of here's the good news God indeed gives us second Chances. So, with that said, I thought that was a good word for us this day, something that we all uh, need to be reminded of. I I would uh, invite you to go back and read and pray yourself through uh, Hebrews uh, 11, please, uh, particularly with verse 27. But let me uh, make a, another transition to our second devotional uh, this day, another one that, that spoke to me, and it's simply this. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. And this is one from Joyce Meyer. Let, let me go to a, another scripture text for us uh, this day, something that uh, I'm going to read and will invite you to refer back to. 2 Corinthians 11.3. 2 Corinthians eleven three. 3. It says this, and this comes from the New King James Version, just in case uh, you were wondering. But I fear, lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ Jesus. So, a few words here. God really wants our relationships and communication with Him to be simple. But yet, the devil has twisted our thinking about prayer, right? Because he has not, uh, and only knows how powerful it is, but he also knows how easy It should be for us. Just ask yourself, why would God create us then for communication and for fellowship with Him? And then, in the very next turn, complicate that communication and fellowship. God has not complicated anything, if you think about it. He has made a simple and enjoyable way for us to pray and to also enjoy spending time with them. Now, Satan wants us to believe that prayer has to take a long time, and that we must follow, here it is, a specific formula for it to be right, or for God to hear it. How many times can you put yourself in that frame of mind? He surrounds prayer with rules and regulations and even stills the creativity and freedom God desires us to enjoy as we pray. He tries to keep us from having faith and to convince us that we are not worthy enough to be talking to God anyway and that we cannot hear God's voice at all. That's what the devil does. That is the trickery, the deceiving way in in which uh, the enemy puts these thoughts into our heads. So... When we do pray, the devil always tries to condemn us, right? By telling us that we are not good enough to pray, or that the way that we are praying is not the right way, and that our prayers do not make a difference. So why pray at all, right? He also attempts to distract us, amen, all the time when we are praying. For these reasons, people often feel that prayer... It's what? It's unfruitful. It's uh, it's difficult. So we rarely do it. In general, many people seem to be frustrated and dissatisfied with their prayer lives. Does that speak to you this day? But that can change. That can change. We can move out of that bubble of frustration of defeat by saying to ourselves that, hey, we're just not a good prayer warrior into something graceful and whole. We can pray simple, Joyce says, heartfelt prayers in faith, and be assured that God hears and answers. Your prayer life, don't complicate it, church make it simple as a matter of fact go to the great prayer book in the word of god the psalms that we use so often in worship as a prayer guide repeat those words also go to the new testament and use uh, the form of the lord's prayer to be your prayer for the day if you feel uncomfortable or unsure of yourself uh, in how to pray. As Joyce Meyer says here, and I think she's so right, get creative with your prayers. And if the words aren't coming to you, use the source, the main source, the Word of God, to place words on your heart to say into the glory of God. God is not judging you, okay? for the prayers that you offer unto him. What's key, and I'll just reiterate this, is that it comes from the heart. So make it simple. Make it heartfelt. And I would like to pray over you now as an example. Joyce Meyer actually gives a prayer starter, and then I will add to it. Here it is. Lord Jesus, help me, help us. Keep our talks with you simple. Lord, you want our hearts. You want to know our hearts. You want us to share everything that are in our hearts, that plague our hearts, that weigh heavy on our hearts. You, you want it all, oh God, because that is who you are. And it's a desire that you have to be one with us. out of a a desire to love us without any strings attached. So I pray, Lord, that we are not discouraged when we pray, that we are not fearful of prayer, but that we're just simply, very simply, sharing our hearts with you. Sharing our concern, sharing our joy, sharing our burden, sharing our sin. Lord Jesus, that's very important for us this day because there's much that distracts us that weighs us down that can ultimately just eat away at us and we need lord as people of faith to be able to voice it and to let it go so i pray in faith we do that and that we use your word lord to have words for us that speak for us unto you Lord, it's always good to get into your word, to be immersed in your word, and for it to come from the heart. Bless us, Lord, in our prayer life, Lord. Bless us, Lord, in our relationship with you. For your word says so often, Lord, that we must seek your face, that we must call upon your name. And I pray we do that very faithfully through the power of prayer. Bless us and keep us. Bless our church. Bless the good people of our church, Lord. And we ask this in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Church, you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Keep praying. Use the Word of God as a prayer guide. Take care and God bless.